an entire podcast episode using the microphone, the internal microphone in the laptop instead of making sure it was pulling from the scarlet mic. And we could not figure it out for the longest time. We're like, it sounds great in our headphones. And then we play it back and it was not. We sat here and we're like, we're like playing that episode, like the moving to New Cities episode and comparing it to the calling off the alcohol episode. And we're like, I don't get it. Like the frequency looks different. The sound's not right. Yeah. Well, we think we got it dialed in now. I know we do. So. Oh my gosh. Speaking of couples that do everything together, sometimes in our case, that's not, might as well be the same person <laughs> tackling the one dumb brain trying to figure it out but two bodies (laughs) the blind leading the blind definitely in this instance but what I do love about this is no matter I mean as cliche and absolutely lame as this sounds no matter what we tackle when we tackle it together (laughs) it's number one better and number two um we, we both have that grit built within us. Like, we're not going to leave the situation until we figure it out. Oh, yeah. We're going to figure it out, and it's going to be done right. The process might not be the prettiest. Yeah. There might be some, uh, like, blood, sweat, and tears along the way. <laughs> but we're going to get it figured out. But we'll, like, we'll do that together, too. Whereas I feel like in some instances in relationships... Those moments can be so triggering that one person would either leave or blow up or... Yeah, they can make or break you, for sure. Yeah. So I am thankful for that, even though I get frustrated as much as you do, too. I think sometimes where it feels like I wish one of us was, like, having an aha moment by now. Like, why are (laughs) we both being this dumb? (laughs) Oh, my God. But we... Neither of us, like, abandons the other one. I think that's good. That's for sure. It's the ultimate team. It's probably why we're able to work together so much. Or so well. That's so true. We would kill each other if it wasn't for that. That dynamic. Yeah. So, when thinking about, like, doing things... I mean, we do everything together. But have you... Have you always been like that? Hell no. Oh? Definitely not like that in past relationships. No. They weren't as cool as me. No. I mean, that's a given. (laughs) But I don't know. You just... I didn't have that same thing with anyone else I've ever met. Yeah. What do you think that thing is? Like, why... Ooh, that's a good question. In your opinion, why do you think that we do everything together? That's such a good question. I think it's hard to answer because it's like... It's the same thing when people say, when you know, you know. And it's like, how do you pinpoint what that is? But then when you have it, it's like, you know. But it's like, your best friend. You you guys laugh at everything. If you do fight, it's like a very productive... It might suck for a time being, but you you learn and now you're better afterwards. Yeah. So that's an element of it. I mean, why do you think? I don't... Well, it's funny because we were... I mean, it was probably like a week ago, right? When we went to dinner... With our friends. Oh, yeah. And we were talking about this because, gosh, I can't remember why we were talking about it, but we we always reflect on this. So to put it in 
you know, a little bit of a perspective. Being together almost eight years. Seven and a half years. In July, July 1st. Mm-hmm. It'll be eight years that we've been together. We moved in together two weeks after meeting. And we run our business together and we work out of the house and we live in our house is a thousand square feet. (laughs) It has all of like two rooms. There's like one big living area and that living area has like the living room and then a big kitchen and then you can walk through a door into our bedroom which also has one bathroom with a sink, a shower, a bathtub. We have one closet that you just walk in. I mean, it's a walk-in closet, but you, we have... You're giving the whole breakdown. Very limited space. Well, I feel like people need to be able to... You gotta paint the picture. Well, they need to understand, like, it's not like we have this giant house. It's not a mansion, yeah. Yeah, and we're not in different rooms, like... We're always together, yeah. Yeah, and And then then we have one car... We only have one car. So when we leave the house, we're still together. <laughs> yeah, we're still together. Like, we work out in our garage together. And I don't... There's not activities, really, even, that we don't do together. And as much as we think that this is completely normal and what everybody would do... We've if, learned in conversations with other people... You were married, yeah. ...that it's not normal. Not only is, like, the working Mary thing not normal, but the, like, the fact that we're not even escaping to different opportunities to be away from each other, like, not, like, let me put it this way. Andrew will be going to get in the car and to run to the grocery store for something, and he might only be leaving for, like, 30 minutes, and if I'm not doing anything, I'll immediately be like okay cool like so you want to run to the grocery store like do you got it or do you want me to come or what like what do you want yeah and always if you ever offer to come to the grocery store with me i get so excited yeah because like i grocery shopping by yourself is not near as fun as it can be with someone else and then when you do it with your best friend it's even better we love grocery shopping, which we also learned other people think that that's weird. Yeah, we have way too much fun when we go grocery shopping together. I mean, we get to pick out new stuff that we're going to cook. We get to see what's on sale. We get to pick out some sort of... We always end up getting things that we wouldn't have planned on getting that we then get way too excited about. See, and in contrast, when I go by myself, I always end up forgetting something <laughs> we do need. Even when I have a list. Even when he has, and I make Because I can't the, wait to get the fuck out of there. And I make the list so easy. Like, I put it, I share the grocery list in Apple Notes, or iPhone Notes, Yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. So in the like Notes app on our iPhones. And I even, you know, do the little bullet, check bubbles. the check bubbles. Yeah, so he can, like, check it off. And I'm surprised you're not looking at it, being like, you didn't check this one. Oh, in real time (laughs) while you're gone yeah he always will forget something um but that's funny but no like we just we love doing all the all the little like mundane things together and we have found that that is not normal a normal thing to do so i think uh just differing perspectives like what whenever before you were with me what do you feel like 
What would you feel like is like an average amount of time to spend with someone? Like a ratio of like times you're together and times you're not together. Paint the picture of what you think is normal. I mean, I would say for or not nor I don't want to use the word normal. Like people that live together, or people like married, like married couples. Sure, you can really talk on any level. Yeah, I think um, you go to your separate jobs typically, so like the bulk of every workday, you're not together, and then maybe depending if you have kids, it could vary. But every weeknight. Like, there's got to be a couple nights in there you're either, like, doing stuff with your guy friends or you have your separate, like, hobbies, sports leagues where you're separate. Mm -hmm. And then if you count for weekends, if you, like, go golf with the guys or, like, there's got to be tons of different... And then I'm sure women like to have their, like, girls' nights and stuff, too. We just don't have those... Like, each of those things, we, like, would choose to do them together. Yeah. If presented the option. And it's not because... It's because you want to. It's, like, totally voluntary. It's not like, oh, I feel like I have to or anything like that. And that's why I struggle. I don't struggle, but I try to communicate to our other people. Like, because our friends will recognize that it's not normal and they they think that's cool. Or then they want to know, like, do you really want to do that? Or would you rather be, like... Is Mary's tying you down and forcing you? (laughs) It's like, no. Like, I... Yeah. So, it's it's so interesting. Yeah. And I... I mean, even the other day, I posted on my story on Instagram, I was in the bathtub. Well, I didn't post a picture of me in the bathtub, but I <laughs> That'd was... probably get a lot of likes. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the bathtub, though, and so you could see the bubbles in the bath, and, um, and then across from me, sitting on the floor, was Andrew with his sparkling water and his wine glass. And he was hanging out with me, and then I realized I take a bath every single night, by the way. There's something about needing, like, needing to be in warm water. So I will just sit in the bath. And then Andrew, even though we've spent every second of the day together, and he could be watching TV, and sometimes he does. Sometimes that's when, if he's really into a documentary that I could care less about, that's when he'll watch his documentaries or listen to his other podcasts. But if not, then he will just come and sit with me in our tiny little bathroom and we'll just talk about anything and everything. We tried to not talk about work, but sometimes we'll wrap up whatever it is that we want to talk about work-wise. And then he'll sit in the, in the bath, in the bathroom with me and just like talk to me about life. And then we'll time it where like, He'll take a shower, then I'll get out, and then we'll dry off, and we'll watch, you know, a reading or something together right before we go to bed, and then we wake up at the same time. It sounds kind of ridiculous the more that I think about it, but... Yeah, like, when you lay it out like that, it's like, geez, they are attached at the hip. But what's so funny is, like, I so I'm a Sagittarius sun sign and Andrew is an Aquarius sun sign and we're both super into astrology and we if you know anything about astrology and even if you don't I'm about to tell you and you absolutely are going to learn more about this later Ooh, we should do oh that's what our fourth when we first started the podcast our fourth episode was going to be about the zodiac and then that's when I learned about Twin Flames. And then that 
essentially spiraled us into not doing an episode for three and a half years. <laughs> so maybe we don't do that one. <laughs> Just kidding. I I think But it's anyway, like I'm a Sagittarius sun and he's an Aquarius sun sign. And he also has a lot of Sag in his chart and I am an Aquarius moon sign. And the only thing that is relevant that you guys need to know about this is that we typically, as those astrological signs, are the ones that are, like, free-spirited, do not want to get tied down. Like, I very much am a free spirit in my own right, and Andrew is very much a free spirit in the sense of you cannot tell him to do something. If you tell him to do something, then he's not going to do it. And mm-hmm. he, we both like going against, what, how do you say it? The grain, the rules. Against the, the grain, social norms, like all yeah. those things. But I think with that, people look at it differently. Like we might be tying each other down, right? And it goes so against our sign or our signs. But I think it's like we found each other and we're like skipping through we're life. We're flying together. Right? We're flying so, high together. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's, that really speaks to the, the point the most probably is like us us going like starting a business and like doing navigating and moving a, a podcast like doing this right now you know but like, like moving to the different cities yeah. without like really thinking about it just being ready to like bounce and not not be tied down to a location even yeah we're just bopping around through life making <laughs> each other better we're trying to is that good we don't know yeah <laughs> you'll find out in later episodes if if it is, we'll see. Yeah. As we go. I think it's why we keep renting and not buying because the thought... We don't want to be tied down to a one thing. Yeah. It, like, not... I mean, well, I don't know. We should... We are going to buy. I'm not saying we're never going to buy a house. But I think up till this point, we were kind of testing out the cities. Like you guys know, if you listen to the Moving to New Cities podcast episode. But... Just bouncing around has felt really liberating, even while being in Nashville. Like, mm-hmm. at first, we lived with my twin and, like, her back house. Now, we're renting this house. Like, the fact that we signed a lease for a second year is such a big deal. Make a big steps. I th- Yeah, because I think even within the city, there's, like, okay, what part of the city do we want to be in? Like, we don't want to be tied to one area. What if that other area is cooler or better or whatever? So, we can get a change of scenery, meet new people, expose ourselves to new restaurants like it's so weird Mm -hmm. like even sometimes we'll get hooked on a restaurant and we'll go to that restaurant multiple times in a week and do that for like a month or two and then never get burnt out of it and then like never go back to that restaurant (laughs) again it's so weird that is super weird but we do that and that's like your mom was saying she was like laughing when we moved to Nashville because she's like Every time you guys move to a new city, it's like, that's like the greatest city ever. She's like, when you're sharing about it, it feels like you guys feel like that's like the best city ever. And it always feels like that. And we will go all out in that city. Like, looking back, though, how thankful are you for that? Because each, so thankful. each city we lived in. If we were sitting there being like, oh, we're renters and we need to be saving our money so we can buy a house and we need to be responsible and we need to... Yeah. No offense if you do that. If you talk like that. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Just don't talk to us. That's <laughs> <laughs> like the Charlie Brown, the yeah. teacher and Charlie Brown. <laughs> oh my gosh, no, but like if you're super responsible and savvy and conservative, then no offense to you. We're not you, though. We're the opposite of you. Yeah. And we... I've had so much fun. That's my point. Is like, looking back when we're old and we can listen to these podcasts or we can think about those little blips of time, I'm so fucking happy that I'm not going to turn around and be like, oh, I'm so glad we, like, saved money while we were in Charlotte. No, we, like, we went everywhere in Charlotte. Yeah. Same thing with Alpharetta. Same thing even, like, when we could to our abilities even when we didn't have money we would walk everywhere like walk around the city like get a feel for like the houses and the shops and the we would window shop if we couldn't spend money like we're such people that once we have like real money we're probably going to travel an insane amount a hundred percent we're going to just become travel bloggers but anyway my point is is we're free-spirited together in whatever sense. And I honestly think the whole attached at the hip thing could just be that we're so kindred spirit in that way that we don't really find a lot of other people that relate to us on the level that we are that way. But if you're out there and you're listening to this, then let's be friends. Yeah, for sure. And I don't know, like... I never really fully looked at it that way. So I feel like this this podcast is just as much for us as it is for the people we're trying to give our stories and advice to. We're secretly just doing this for some soul searching. Yeah, it's like <laughs> therapy. I didn't feel like doing therapy, so I got this microphone. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's... Someone will listen to me. Yeah, I'll listen to you. There we go. We can listen to each other. <laughs> No, but seriously, I mean, actually, if you want to be real, whenever, well, we're always being real, but we are typically doing this standing in our kitchen or sitting on our couch. We would be doing this right now, talking about this, whether we had a microphone or not, but that's exactly why we're like, we need to just put a microphone in front of it. We don't typically have these headphones on when we have these conversations in the kitchen. The headphones are not there, but yeah, I mean, we talk about this stuff all the time and it's a whole nother thing that we found that people find weird about us. How often we're talking about our relationship and analyzing it and analyzing ourselves and it's very odd. It's very, it's just extremely strange. So now we have a podcast, we can talk to you all about it. So, couples that don't do everything together... Hate each other. No. They don't hate each other. Um, I think that that's normal, and I think that that, in a lot of ways, is probably healthy. Yeah, I don't think... I don't think it's bad. It's probably good, I think, if you had to, like, pick, like, what is the best path, even though everyone's different, everyone's relationship is different, I think, like, having a healthy balance, most people would probably agree that that's good. Yeah. like time with your spouse and then time spent with your your other interests hopefully not your side pieces or anything like that <laughs> that would <laughs> your other that's frowned upon yeah 
I mean, at least we can say that we're fulfilling each other's needs in, in those areas. I think so. So, I think that's... That's what I tell myself. I think that's special. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, I definitely think any psychiatrist or psychologist... I don't actually even know psycho. if I know the difference. Well, they're going to be like, you guys need help. Like, that's not healthy. You should get some guy friends or some girlfriends. Yeah. But, again, that's a social... That's what everyone's going to tell you in society is that you should do things different. And we just beg to differ. We have never been able to do it, even when we broke up. We're just like, we have more fun doing stuff together. Yeah, it's so true. And why not do life together like that? We're about to cook together after this. Cooking together. I think that's a great... No matter if you spend all your time with your spouse or you have like good balance there, I think it's such a good thing that brings you together. Something about like in the kitchen, making food, like the smells, the experience, and then you get to eat it. Yeah, we had someone one time, and she was, I guess, how would you, she was like, a wizard? Involved in like, (laughs) a wizard, a witch. She had magic powers. Yeah, she was, she was just very, uh, spiritually in tune. And, you're welcome. It's like we have one brain. <laughs> <laughs> um, she is very spiritually in tune, and she was friends with a client slash friend who was in town in Nashville, and they had an Airbnb, and we went out with them one night, and then the next night, we're like, hey, let's just like all cook at the Airbnb. We love to cook. We wanted to go to a one of our favorite butchers and get some steaks and reverse steer some steaks. And just drink some wine and hang out. So we went over to their Airbnb and we were cooking together. And this woman like pulled us apart. Pulled us apart. <laughs> You're attached to the hip, not anymore. <laughs> <sighs> I'm gonna sever this relationship with a steak knife. So um, no, she pulled us to the side and she was like, "There is magic." glowing from you like surrounding you guys when you cook together and it was so interesting I mean she said more things but we were drunk so I don't remember (laughs) what she said um but she told us basically how magical we were I don't know from her observation when we were cooking together and how pure our love was and how it was like radiating from us and it was like this whole thing And it was funny whenever she said that because we've always known that cooking together is like our happy place. Yeah. Like we feel so happy when we have a new recipe or find a new recipe and we can just sharpen our (laughs) skills. Back at it with the puns, eh? (laughs) Our Our cooking skills. Uh, together and learn some new recipes and I don't know just like that time together we completely check out and unplug we don't really ever talk about work it's just like the task at hand which mm-hmm. is why I think the sushi date ended up being oh, our so favorite fun. Valentine's Day date that we've ever done that was so fun learning and how to make sushi learning how to make sushi in an outdoor tent with these like two divorced country guys that were like amazing chefs yeah it was not what i expected but the most 
fun. And they put on a lot of cooking. Apparently, they put on, like, a lot of cooking things. Yeah. So I'm pumped. I'm pumped to, like, explore that more. They were, like, two of the coolest guys ever. So down to earth. Yeah, that was, that was just a blast. And the sushi turned out so good. It was just a fun experience. Yeah. And they were just ready to have a good time. They were getting wasted. Yeah. I love that. I love that for them. I know. I love that for them, too. I mean, living their best lives without their wives and... <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Not to convince you to leave me or anything <laughs> and get drunk, but... And start a, a restaurant in a cooking class. Though. Andrew wants to do that one day, though. Yeah. I would love to have start with a food truck or something. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's clarify. Andrew wants not to leave me one day and get drunk. He wants to... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Let's... <laughs> <laughs> he wants to do... Yeah, he would always talk about, like, a food truck. Because why? Because you love to, well, breakfast foods, you don't like to eat them, but you like to cook them. Yeah, I think, I think that would be a great place to start. And I don't, I don't want to do all the work with the food truck, but I got all the ideas. So it because seems like a good way to get your foot in the door. I've never even worked at a restaurant. I like going to them. That just seems daunting, but like, I think you could start with a food truck. Get someone that's kind of done it before, but like, here's my idea. And I have worked at a restaurant. And we both grew up with, especially our dads, were like the cooks in the house. Maybe they can run the food truck. Maybe. We can recruit Bob yeah. and Tommy Land. We call it Bobby Land. <laughs> <laughs> Bob. It's a work in progress. But yeah. I like what I'm hearing so far. Yeah. I don't think my dad would ever give up the Tommy part, though. Yeah, we'll have to see. We're not going to pay you either, so. Yeah. <laughs> dads, if you're listening to this. Pro bono. Yeah. Um, I think there's something to that. Yeah. But anyway, my point in the food trucks that I was trying to get Andrew to share more about, and he totally missed it, was the fact that a lot of food trucks or breakfast places will just feel like we'll overdo it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we mean that with love because we're also huge foodies and we love the places that overdo it. But there's sometimes where you want just like the type of breakfast you would cook at home and without having to go to Waffle House, even though we love Waffle Yeah, House. love me some Waffle House. Yeah. But yeah, like simple, basic breakfast things, but done with like hot, not high end, but like good ingredients in like the right way. Not just like cranking shit out with like a ton of butter. Exactly. Ooh, and the key part too for marketing wise, because brunch places in Nashville or any big city probably get so packed, was you park that truck outside of those places that get <laughs> packed and yes. just get a steady stream of people until someone runs you off. But I think you could. Get yeah, I don't know how that works. Because don't food trucks have to get like special licensing? Probably. About where you're allowed to set up. But that would be pretty legit if you could be, like, around the corner at one of those spots. It's like, here, get a snack while you're waiting to do your own thing. Yeah, and if someone comes to chase you down for your license, you just drive away. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> we don't need to get arrested That's again. <laughs> <laughs> That's another podcast. <laughs> we have no shortage of podcasts. No shortage of crazy content to talk yeah. about, but... Yeah, so cooking together is definitely something that we... Should we just get straight into marriage advice? <laughs> sure. I'm just kidding. We This is not a marriage <laughs> advice podcast, but... 
Uh, I'm sure I can make some shit up if I need to. Yeah. I mean, I do think it would be cool, though, like, if we talk about, like, anything we've learned maybe about doing stuff together that can make it easier for people to tolerate their spouses. Yeah. What I've learned the most is don't chew gum around marriage. Oh, (laughs) my God. I can literally... Don't eat cereal around me. Don't chew gum. Marius has supersonic hearing when it comes to people chewing. I don't think that's just me, though. I think women in general will get annoyed at their husbands a lot of times for the way that they eat certain things in their presence. You'd have to pull those women, but I guess we can ask the question. I mean, the first time that you ate a banana, just willy-nilly nearby... (laughs) I don't think I ate a banana for three years after that experience. (laughs) (laughs) That's how traumatizing it was. And you weren't like closing your mouth enough. I just cannot with that. I don't know my mom. I just remember my mom would always teach us like she, well, she would get super triggered and I'm sure that just got passed down. Um, I inherited that trait from her for sure. But she would be like, you're chewing like a cow. And we were not allowed to have gum in the car like in her presence we had to be away but well we know who to thank now for this awesome treat (laughs) thanks brenda uh i think that yeah what was i yeah that's what you're saying don't eat that was your marriage tip i don't remember i think you're talking about advice for spending more time together yeah do's and don'ts or what are you i'm trying to think of some of the things that we do too that like still have us be like so excited and enjoying spending time together because I do feel like we're in we're super intentional mm-hmm. about our marriage without it being like a chore yeah our marriage isn't working at our marriage and working at our relationship I think allows us to stay stay together and have so much fun together without it being a chore us having to go to like a counselor or some shit like and some of those things are like we have a show we always have like a show oh yeah to watch like on netflix or something mm-hmm. yeah i think that cooking's like a big one because we'll pick a new recipe or we'll like we'll shop together and then get the thing and it's it's just like a whole ritual type deal um like working out doing like fitness stuff together do our routine it's cool. like morning routine from waking up, coffee, uh, reading a little bit. Wait, I kind of want to actually say our routine. Yeah. Because this is the podcast about doing everything together. So let's paint the scene. What What is, when does the alarm go off and what happens 4 4.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. Okay, sorry. And then, so I get out of bed at 4.30, make the coffee bring you the coffee, turn on the lights, and then we start reading. Yeah. Drinking the coffee, talking a little bit, and then we'll read. That's when I do the reframe app, and I'll, like, I'll read the daily lesson out loud. So we'll kind of do it together. Yeah. Um, Andrews had, like, got the app. And so I'm not, like, doing the journaling exercises, those journaling exercises specifically with him, but... We'll kind of do them together. Since we're always together, we only need one app. <laughs> <laughs> one car, one app. We have a family <laughs> playing on our iPhone. That's one bank account. 
one pair of AirPods, you just share them. <laughs> That's not true. That's taking a little too far. <laughs> one toothbrush. <laughs> just kidding. This is getting... That's gross. Don't we do, do that. We do not share a toothbrush. Or mm. washcloths or anything like that. No. We have our own hygiene materials. <laughs> yeah. We're very... We're both very particular about those things. Yeah. So... But no, so... Morning we, routine. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. So that, that's like really sacred time together. Like we do, we sit up in the bed and we're not reading the same book. Like we do. <laughs> I read the left page, he reads the right page. <laughs> <laughs> but we will, we will sometimes like pause our book and read sections out loud. Like, oh, this is a good point. We should share. But we did in the past a couple of times with some books like Quick Reads, like Master Your Time, Master Your Life. That book in particular, we treated sort of as like a book study. And we both had a copy of the book and that would kind of be like a date night or our reading time. We would read chapters at a time and break and then discuss them and then add little notes and... Yeah, I just read slow as shit. So you would finish like way ahead of me and then... I would then just, just take more notes or yeah. add more highlighter. Start a new book. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we do that for sure. Like, So we're doing that in the morning and then I would say sometimes we watch readings and then... At the at whatever point we're getting ready to get to go into the gym, our little gym section we put in our garage, Andrew will go out there and get it set up because we want to work out at the same time. So when he's going and setting it up, that's when I get ready, like change. And by the time that I walk into the gym, he has like my water bottle there and he's changed. The yeah, pe- when you say get it set up, it's pretty much I turn the lights on, start the music, get the music bumping, and then yeah, get your water bottle. And then you're pretty, we're pretty much ready to go. And the Peloton. Oh, yeah. Get the Peloton. Then I go yeah. in there, and then we want to work out together. So basically, while I get jump on the Peloton, then Andrew is um, doing his stretches, and you'll do, so we'll do like foam roller, and then like, I don't know, abs, push-ups. We do have a few weights and stuff in there. So I just try to mix it up. Yeah. I'm so excited because in the gym, or in the gym. <laughs> In the half of the garage that <laughs> is the gym. We should name it and get yeah. like a little neon sign. But we are going to build. We, we're trying to think of like new fun projects that we can do now that we're not drinking. And one of the things that I want to do is build like a little home gym. Oh my God. Bench for the <laughs> home gym. <laughs> so, not building a whole, whole gym. Yeah, I want to build a little bench section in the corner so that one of the benches can pull up and we can put the weights and stuff in there, just have somewhere to sit. And then I want to get those mirrors that we can just put alongside the wall. That's going to be badass. Yeah, so that we can see ourselves and then get a little weight rack and all that stuff. That's going to be so legit. I mean, I like it now and it's just a Peloton, a yoga mat, and some a little bit of equipment. But once we get that, we'll be rocking and rolling but that's like that's another example of things you do not not necessarily like working out or that's part of it but little projects too like that we've always been good at whenever we got new furniture and had to figure it out ikea comes with a billion pieces we'd sit there and like tackle it together 
You know what? That's so like we just like like tackling things together. Mm-hmm. Like problems, things that require us to like work together as a team and troubleshoot it. I mean, even getting this podcast fired up, there was so many hurdles or things we had to remember and putting a podcast together is not easy. It's not for the faint of heart. Yeah, that's why people outsource most of it. And we're doing it ourselves. But we're also the kind of people that it's like, if someone knows how to do that, I'm going to know how to do that. Yeah. The editing now at this point, I've, I honestly thought that we're going to outsource that. We'll probably end up outsourcing, like, sending the videos to someone and having them, like, splice them and do the captions and the fun emojis and yeah. post and, and stuff like that. But as far as the actual, like, recording to editing that to layering in like the intro outro music and then actually putting it up on the site like yeah there's definitely like quite a few steps in that but it's really not as hard as it looks so i I, i'm never gonna outsource that since we're pumping out so many episodes you say course on that you're gonna do a course on it i know did i just randomly hear that did i say outsource or course oh i just thought this would be a good course Look at where your head's at. Yeah. We could do a course on that. I think you you said outsource, and then I just went on a tangent in my head about creating a course on how to do this. Who? I want to know who would pay for a course. If you want a podcast, if you would pay for a course, for me to tell you exactly how to do it, since I'm so good at training. One of the steps is definitely going to make sure your interface is turned on. Yeah. And you're not using your laptop. Like They're that. like, based on how this started, I don't, I'm it's better not, be, it better yeah, be a free course. It's not paying you shit. <laughs> oh, that's great. I could not. Uh, no, but it's pretty freaking exciting once you have the legwork done and Apple approves your podcast and oh, yeah, the you, artwork. It's, it's a very rewarding experience and you've done a great job. So good. Thanks. Man. Kudos to you because it's so much stuff that I can't do or don't want to do. Yeah. I mean, even just the promoting of it after the fact, like, yeah. do we want to put this out on a reel and I want to announce that and the story and the, all, all the different just little posts that you got to do to really like get it out there then make the fool me once Instagram account and then get little snippets and whatever out there. It's, it's not, um, we were talking about this last night too with our friends. It's like, we're doing this podcast because we want to do it and we feel like we're going to help people through it. And we think that we're funny, whether you do or not, don't tell us, we don't care. Yeah. We're also already doing this in the kitchen while we're cooking or like all the time, like having these exact conversations. So we want to put it out there and we want, you know, and yeah, we absolutely, I can totally see this being a course that we're going to put out there, but it's, we're just talking about like, it's not easy though. That's why, you know, so many podcasts don't make it or people don't continue to do it. They don't promote it properly because if you're just like two nobodies, like me and Andrew sitting in our house, like recording a a podcast, it's like. No one knows who we are. I say that lightly. Like, I have a little bit of a reputation with the business and because I do travel and speak a little bit, but on a very tiny microscopic scale at this point. 
So the chances, you know, of it blowing up are super small. Would we love that? Yeah, sure. Like, do we think it's going to happen? Obviously, because... Yeah, duh. We visualized who we're going to be in the next 20 years. If you listen to the Calling Off the Alcohol podcast, you have been hinted at the vision we have for ourselves. But we don't give two shits if it takes off. Two shits. Like, None. that's not up to us. It's up to, you know, God in the universe, I guess. And what our path is but this makes us happy and we want to do more things that make us happy and we're super passionate about it so we're going to keep at it and all the little mundane work is not easy so it really does take us as a team like Andrew you know just motivating me and encouraging me while I'm doing all the editing and stuff to get it out like that's super helpful so the fact that we're so tied in to each other and what we're doing as much as that might sound kind of crazy to be together 24-7, I think if you look at where we started in Scottsdale, having no money to where we are now, like, there's, like, a huge piece to that. Like, marrying somebody that, at the end of the day, like, you want to do everything together with. Like, you can go a lot further in life, I think. Oh, a thousand percent. I totally agree with that. Because, like, it's one thing just support like supporting your wife but like really really being there for you and having similar visions or like really believing in their vision that they can do and then just doing everything you can to make that happen is so true yeah so if you're single and you haven't yet committed to someone that you're just coexisting with (laughs) then our advice unsolicited would be I mean they say marry your best friend but even more than that like marry someone who has a similar vision to you because yeah make them listen to this podcast first (laughs) and see how they feel about it yeah especially the joint bank account part I think that one's a big one and then after all the awkward eye contact when you guys are listening to this together (laughs) then you have that conversation (laughs) and if you get divorced because of this don't add us yeah or you're welcome because you dodged a bullet. Yeah. Um, ooh, we should talk about marriage versus, like, divorce in one episode. Especially yeah. with, like, a religious background or whatever. You know what I mean? I think that would just, just topics for the future. Yeah. Could be interesting. And hopefully it's not our divorce announcement episode either. <laughs> yeah, every other episode is like, <laughs> we're together, we're not. <laughs> We're calling off the wedding. Now we're getting... It's a roller coaster. We're not saying that you have to take any of our advice. You listen and you see how it resonates and you... Yeah. Take take what resonates and leave what doesn't. Yep. And leave the rest. Um, that might be a good place to stop. Yeah. I think... I think we killed it again. We have, we have more things that we're trying to do together tonight. Wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't for... Uh, the podcast though. we should probably change it to be explicit and yeah. not clean <laughs> <laughs> all right well see you in the next one <laughs> yeah. take care y'all <laughs> <laughs>